0: Hello there, everybody.
1: Welcome, Welcome to Jewishish. Season two? Oh. Hello there. What the heck?
0: Grush. What the? No, no, yeah. no. Yeah.
1: no, no. All the news that's fit for us to podcast. Hello, to everybody. Oh, it's not September thirteenth. It's September third. <laughs> what, what are you September doing? 3rd. September third. Yeah, I I'm think
0: I'm you a don't script. have to scratch it off the script yeah. just to. It's September third, twenty twenty. We got, 3rd, we got news. You didn't even we got say stories the year. For you the didn't Jewish even say the year. Non-Jews. Do you realize All the how rude this you is? Wish. To anthropologists the anthropologist could be look. Do you realize how you didn't say the year? It's two thousand twenty. Imagine if some anthropologist is looking back at this as, as historical evidence of the Jewish community thousands of years from now, and they don't know what year it is because you
1: didn't say the year on the podcast. Hey, Mr. Anthropologist, or Ms. Anthropologist, or, or anthropologist you know, have it, a non-binary function, <laughs> you know a it. robot. Go away. Run away. Don't. This is no evidence of anything. This is, go find something else. I think else. this is wonderful Look evidence. Look for a clay pot.
0: And I think this is especially wonderful evidence because today we have the first, the debut, of our next correspondent who we're going to be showing. It's a Thursday, and that means we have the one. That, what are you doing? Why are you, you breathing? A noise. Oh, I thought you were just breathing. We have the one, the only, the collegiate correspondent, Athena Schwartz. Athena Schwartz, how are you doing today? Thank well, you for so being excited. with us today.
1: I'm so Hello. excited.
0: How are you doing? How how I'm, is it?
2: I'm doing well. What's doing the weather?
0: Well. What's the weather like in your undisclosed university today? What's it?
2: Uh, it's pretty mild. Pretty pretty good.
0: That's much um, better than it is with the youth yeah. correspondent. Yeah. And he's yeah. not it's... even in a college.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: So I hear you, you know, you, you were telling us off-air that you have a couple things to talk to us about today. You are not yet working in your coffee shop, but you have some different points about, you know, the collegiate life and what's going on. So tell us, you know, what's, what's going on? What, what, is, what is happening?
2: You know, well, it's, it's back-to-school time, mm-hmm. September 3rd. Um, it seems like
0: She's not saying right the year either. Nobody's saying the... if her talk. She's
1: giving observations
2: about the life of
1: the mind. No one's saying... So
2: sorry. Uh, You know, it's like... I think that U.S. schools kind of took this uh, as an invitation to show how poorly they can handle a crisis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like UNC really failed there. Um, and, And for those of us from Virginia... JMU as well, recently. Um, I think part of that is because the most essential parts of the American education system are football and parties.
0: Not um, wrong, not wrong. Sorry? Not wrong, yes. you are not wrong.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm considering myself lucky to be at a school where everyone actually believes in COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, um,
2: right. okay. But in other news, apparently college food can be worse than it was originally. For me, I'm just trying not to eat too much yellow food. Uh, my school's uh-huh. going pretty much for corn, mac and cheese, and french fries.
0: Oh, very nice.
2: <laughs> um, and for, for a bonus as a first year, uh, because making friends wasn't hard enough already at a new school, now it's, you know, trying not to also catch the plague while you're there. That's a good um, priority.
0: I, uh, mm-hmm. I support that priority.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you got to really decide how you're doing because, uh, you know, it's, it's really difficult when you're meeting someone. Like, oh, hi, so nice to... Oh, please don't touch me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. It's a good one. Right, yes.
2: Um, so, which I mean, honestly, is a good rule in general when meeting new people, but the uh, <laughs> distance thing is pretty hard. But in my opinion, at least sitting in your dorm room is... At least productive so maybe for the first time ever college students will be you know doing what they're paying about fifty thousand dollars a year to do which is study
1: there you <laughs> go have you seen any uh, stylish masks yet
2: you know i have actually um i've seen some of those clear ones which I find really weird, actually. Somehow it's jarring when someone has something on their face and yet you can still see their face. Yeah, no. I
0: think one of the only uh, benefits of this whole COVID thing with the masks is that we get to see less of people. So those clear masks really aren't doing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, um, we had a little meet and greet for my work. I guess they just wanted to see our faces. Uh, so, yikes there. I mean, I guess they got half um, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, you know there are some there are some interesting masks for sure. Uh-huh. I think it's some people are taking it as a, a way to express themselves, and I think some people are going the opposite direction. Um, personally, I'm a black mask kind of person. I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to know anything more about me mm-hmm. than they're already getting.
1: And are you finding that students are talking about the the virus? Are they expressing any fear about getting it themselves, or or is it is it a topic, or is it just that kind of out there?
2: Yeah, you know, I think that um, everyone where I am is, is talking about it, um, partially because even at a school where it's pretty, everyone knows about it, uh, they're still not doing great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think that, I think that people are more worried about um, not being able to be in their dorm rooms or with their friends than they are about actually getting sick, um, or not being able to be on campus. You know, I think that our priorities are pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I had I had an idea that occurred to me today. They can't get. It doesn't seem safe to have a football season. So why not not let the schools compete for how many days they actually can stay open in person? Because Temple just sent everybody home today after 14 days. That would mean they would beat JMU 14 to 5, and that could be the score. I like that.
0: Those scoring. Right? <laughs> Very we could good. Just
1: have the, we could just line up the colleges against each other each weekend, and whoever makes it the most days wins the college Championship. And
0: imagine what the statistics would look like, yeah. you know, the frat partying rate, and yeah. all the, the yeah. there's a I great... I think
1: ESPN could do this. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we could have our own segment with this, I, know? Think so I think too. we can tie that into the Athena yeah. sports segment. Yeah,
1: you should build it into saying the tennis, uh, the tennis match highlights. All right. All right, yeah. All right. Well, Athena, well, great. thank Athena, you Athena, so so fantastic. much. Will you chime in, please, about the remaining stories? You know, on anything the you want to
0: talk about? You know, just add add on to what we're talking about. All right. We have a new candidate for the athlete who has said the stupidest things about the virus. Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, in an interview posted yesterday, was asked a stupidly phrased question. How would he rate his level of concern over contracting the virus on a 1 to 10 scale? Really? Somebody yeah. asked that? Yeah. A 1 to 10 scale, with 1 being the person who says masks are stupid, y'all are a bunch of lemmings, and 10 is, I'm not leaving my master bathroom for the next 10 years. And cousins took the bait and responded with corresponding stupidity. I'm not gonna call anybody stupid for the trouble it would get me in, end, but I'm about a point oh 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 one. For me personally, just, talk, just talking, no one else can can get the virus. What is your concern if you could get it? I would say I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course. Nature's going to kill you. <laughs> Survival of the fittest kind of approach. Survival of the... And just say if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be okay. You know, even if I die. If I die, I die. <laughs> really? He said yeah, this? Yeah, this is all I'm good. I'm quoting Siri. Wow. Yeah. I kind of have peace about that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if I die, I die! I think he's number one now, Oy right? That's the,
1: isn't that the dumbest quote we've heard oh, from an athlete in this? Oh, that's definitely. Kurt num- Cousins.
0: That's number point oh 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 one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kirk
1: Cousins sounds a lot like Case Cookus, Case too. Case so, yeah. The inferior yeah, yeah. Case Cookus. Very nice. Um, but this virus has claimed the greatest New York med of all yeah, time. Tom Sievers family announced yesterday that he had passed away at age 75 after his long bout with dementia, Mm. and he died of COVID complications. Acclaimed baseball statistician Bill James has noted in the past that a credible case could be made for Seaver as the greatest pitcher of all time. Certainly a case could be made that Seaver's leading the 1969 Mets to their unlikely World Series title has been the franchise's finest moment, and that the Mets trading him away stupidly a few years, years later was its worst. Here is the end of the article the New Yorker's Roger Angel wrote about Seaver at the time of the trade. It seems very appropriate for today. It's called Goodbye, Tom. Our joy in him was unstinted. Yelling at the last fastball of the day, watching Tom walk off the mound after still another extraordinary pitching performance, we would rise and shout and clap our hands for his skill, for his good looks, for his sweaty, smiling joy over another famous victory. Savoring the victory, loving him, we suddenly became younger, for we had surely glimpsed ourselves out there, if only for an instance, ourselves at some glowing, youthful best. We had become children too, and this could not be permitted to last. Goodbye, Mm. Tom. Yeah. So thrilled, to tell you about some of second round winners at the- Jesus. <laughs> Come on, rise up to this. I know you can do it.
0: So uh, excited, so, so thrilled to tell you about some of second round winners <laughs> at the US Open yesterday. Jesus. <laughs> 26th seed, Philip Kredjinovic, <laughs> top seeded, Novak Djokovic, but also unseeded Mikhail Kukushkin- <laughs> Kukushkin Igor Garisimov and last but by no means least Alejandro Dav- Davidovich Fokina who upset 24th seed Hubert Hurkacz, <laughs> 6 to 4, 1 to 6, 6 to
1: 2, 6 to 2. <laughs> Fokina what? Pokina, that's my favorite name in there. Pokina. Just Focina. can't say that enough. I can't wait to say
0: some of these names again in the third round. <laughs> I hate this script.
1: <laughs> and in other news. Lucasfilm and Disney announced yesterday that the second season of The Mandalorian will begin streaming on October 30th. Oh boy. In other Star Wars news, John Boyega described to GQ UK his disgust at the way characters of color were shunted aside in the late stages of the last film trilogy. He said, quote, What I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed to the side. Like you guys knew what to do with Daisy Ridley, you knew what to do with Adam Driver, you knew what to do with these other people, but when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, when it came to John Baega, you know F all. So what do you want me to say end quote? He has a point and an important point. Yeah, no quote. kidding. What do you think?
0: No, I th- I think he's absolutely right. I listened to him on
1: this. I mean what we, what I don't know, what do we think about does it make does it uh kind of dampen our enthusiasm for the last trilogy, the way that went? Yeah,
0: of course. I mean, there's there's a lot of enthusiasm to be dampened about the last trilogy. We enjoyed the movies, but they were not brilliantly written. It, it wasn't a great evolution, and certainly part of that was the way characters of color were incorporated yeah. into
1: it. You want to weigh in on this, college correspondent? You have an opinion about Star Wars 7 through 9?
2: You know, I, I don't have a, a strong opinion. Um...
0: Oh, That's we, lost. Okay. we lost her. She cut out. Really? She's not just silent; she's cutting out. Really? We don't hear her.
1: We see oh, her, hello? but we don't hear. Her. We lost you for a second there. Are You back? <laughs>
2: uh, I think I'm back. You back? back? Good.
1: Okay. Yeah. But no strong okay. opinion about Star Wars seven through nine.
2: You know, I kind of lost interest. I like the original.
1: Mm. Fair enough.
2: The original fair trilogy. Enough. But fair enough. Not a big. Fair yeah.
1: enough.
0: Okay. Here's something for us to ask a youth correspondent about. One of Australia's largest casinos, the Star Sydney, has been fined more than $60,000 for allowing three minors to gamble and for serving them alcohol. In the most striking instance, a 12-year-old girl's mother held an exit door open for her so she could avoid security, and the girl placed around two dozen bets on poker machines.
2: Twelve
1: year old. Yeah, it? 12 years old.
0: No word in the CNN story about whether any of the kids won money or if any of their parents are being punished.
1: How did, do you, what do you, how did the two of you feel? I'm very interested in knowing whether the kid won. Yeah, I want to do that myself. You Really? We should oh, have yeah. let you in when you were 12? You should have 12? let me in, yeah. Really? We should have snuck you in you were 12. You could probably have gotten in.
0: Did your parents ever do that, collegiate correspondent? Were you ever snuck into a
1: casino?
2: I actually was. You were I oh, boy. Got in trouble oh, a couple of a,
1: times. We have a scoop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did you bet? I didn't gamble myself. Oh. No, I didn't. But I definitely was there and with my dad. I think we got asked to leave.
1: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So
2: do you yeah.
1: if the kid if the kid so the kid, the parents presumably have to be punished, but should they be punished less or more if the kid won a lot of money? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it's, a very it's a little
2: moral dilemma. It's a moral
0: dilemma <laughs> imposing to America's youth here. I say that the winnings get split split between all of America's youth.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: Yes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, I have to pursue. I like what?
2: I want to. I want to say that the kid earned the money, you know. That's true. But
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe the parents just don't get any of it. Yeah.
1: A YouTuber named Jared Dines posted a couple of videos in which Post Malone, who started out in heavy metal bands, plays some of that kind of music with some other people, and it's not apparent why anyone would post post in his post pre-metal pose.
0: He playing drums in that? I think he was the one playing drums. Oh,
1: really? I, they said something about Guitar Shred. I think he might be on guitar.
0: That doesn't look like him on really? guitar. Really? Okay. Anyway, that's
1: so. him making noise. I can't figure out why anyone posted that. That sounds to me
0: like a bad excuse I for I don't know
1: why anyone ever posts post. Yeah, anyway, that's the Post Malone news for today. Oh, that was much too much post news. All today. right, well, thank you to our college correspondent who's made a great debut.
0: And wow. now for the post-post segment of the podcast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, thank you, <laughs> Athena, for joining us. Oh, oh right.
2: Thank you so down. much for having me.
0: It's, well, we look forward to seeing you next Thursday. When do you uh, start your coffee shop job?
2: Um, I am not sure. It's going to be about a week or two, I think. But okay. you know, classes okay. well, start well, we'll next week, so I'll we're,
0: probably be. We're excited <laughs> to, to hear the news from the shop whenever you, uh, whenever you get into that.
1: Yeah, we really we want you to preserve social distancing, but also to eavesdrop intrusively on your customers so yes. that you can share what they say <laughs> in the podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I do that already, so Excellent. it shouldn't be too. Good, to
1: Good. Uh, good. Uh, we knew you were natural. <laughs> Well,
0: thank All you right, for joining here's us, here's and here's that's September been Joshish guys. Uh, 2020.
1: Yeah, just as you said. Exactly i anthropologist. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hope you uh, stick around. Um, isn't that beautiful? You know, the podcast is reaching generations.
1: I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What are you telling me? I don't know. I'm <laughs> you don't know you. what you're telling I'm me. I'm okay. telling
0: you. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Embrace the oscillation, good schmoozing, and we'll see you next time here on Jewish. History. Goodbye. Goodbye. What
1: the button. Oh.